Everyone, everyone just stand on your feet just one last time. For there's no one like you who is faithful all my love all my love my heart my life For there's no one else like you, say, for there's no like you who is faithful. All my love, my heart, my life is a testimony. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. because not long from now we'll transcend from mortal to immortality and you some of us may fall asleep on this side and wake up before the throne saying you are you don't need a praise team come on you sing it to the Lord you are holy It don't have to be loud to be powerful. Just lift it up with your heart. The presence of the Lord is in this place. Then sings, then sings.
Show to tell him he did it for me, <laughs> but tell him it was on the altar. It was on the altar. He did it for me, right on the altar. Thank the Lord. You may be seated. Want to be sensitive to the time. Well, we got some flights to catch. We sing a song sometimes. I got another yes, Lord. It's not just renewing a yes, but some of us got another yes, Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. 
and I celebrate the fact that he gave me another day to get a chance to tell him yes yes Lord hallelujah and some of us with these robes on if we be honest we know we don't deserve it we don't deserve to be serving God's people but he rescued us he salvaged us from the wreckage glory be to God hallelujah I need you to look at somebody tell them I know about grace and mercy come on y'all tell them and they say tell them I know about grace and mercy how you know about it tell them how you know about it because I'm a recipient of it he gave me grace he gave me mercy I need you to tell somebody in your sense tell them he gave me grace and he gave me mercy come on tell one more person behind you tell them he gave me grace he gave me mercy he gave me mercy mercy grace is what he gave me that I didn't deserve and mercy is what he held back off of me Every once in a while you ought to break out and praise God Because you know you could have died in what you was in It's not that I didn't do it But he gave me mercy I felt my voice coming He gave me mercy Mercy Mercy, mercy they Don't you tell no lies in church just because people tell you to look at your neighbor if it don't line up with what you believe and if it don't line up with your confession if it ain't your testimony don't say it so I'm about to tell you to say something but if it ain't your testimony don't say it tell somebody I could have died in what I was in because I know some people who did I could have died in what I was in. I could have died in what I was in. I could have died in what I was in. Every once in a while, you got to think about it. You didn't have to come to church. You get to go to church. Because I could have died. I could have died in what I was in. We ought to praise God. Because in 11 years, we haven't buried not one pastor. We could have died in what... I need you to take about a hundred of y'all and just start dancing for what you know about. Go ahead.
want to be sensitive to the time. And we got some flights to catch. And I could have died in what I was in. And that's not a cliche. I'm not talking about hypothetically. If God had stepped in when he did, I would have had a different outcome. I live to get to my ordination. I live to see complication. trying to figure out 
what trip dancing is all about. Tell somebody, I thought about it. I thought about it. I thought about it. Psalm that says, when I think of the goodness, I ain't even got to have a full conversation. I'm praising them all for two things, a flashback and a flash forward. Because y'all said by the time we get back together, we're coming back with the evidence that I wasn't jumping just to be jumping. I'm coming back with the receipts. I'm coming back with the proof that he did everything he said he was going to do. Everything God said. And everything else he said. And everything else he said. Jasmine, praise it, praise it. If somebody near you dancing, call that name, tell them praise it. We encourage people and everything else. Tell somebody, encourage them in their praise. Praise them, Rachel, praise it. Hey, praise it. Hey, I'm looking at you and I see your forward. Praise the Pastor Marvin. I'm looking at your future, I see your forward. You're not going to die here. I'm looking at your future. Can you in a better place? I'm looking at your future. You in a healthy place. I'm looking at you in your future. And you in a safe space. Everybody shout. They praising them in the back, all right. Baptist, don't y'all, don't y'all let them get the blessing without you. Everybody, get up under this cloud. Get up under this cloud. Get up under this cloud. Woo. Hey. Get the seven people. Tell them I see you. I see you. I've seen your present pain, I've seen your present conflict, I've seen your present contradiction, I've seen your present challenges, but as I see you, I'm also seeing you in the future. And in the future, it's behind you. Hey! In the future, it's a reference point. Huh. In the future, what you thought was going to kill you in the present, all it did was anoint you. Somebody in this room, you've been anointed with an affliction. You've been anointed by your affliction. Glory be to God. And what was on your back? And what was on your back is officially under your feet. The devil is defeated and God is exalted. The devil is defeated and God is exalted get to your seat as quickly as you can the devil is defeated and god is exalted hug somebody tell them i see you in the future now just in case 
somebody in this room like, hold on, you told me not to say it. If it don't line up with me, how do I supposed to see them in the future? Well, our future is wrote out in the scriptures. So I really do see you in the future. When I flip the pages of the apocalyptic text of the book of Revelation, when John said, I saw 144,000, John asked the angel, who are they? They're 12,000. 12,000 from the tribe of Asher. 12,000 from the tribe of Benjamin, Dan, Ephraim, and Manasseh. Judah, Nephtali, Zebulon. But then he said, I looked up and I saw an another group of people. Now these are 144,000, but this is a number that no man can number. And John said to the angel, well, who are they? He says, these are they who come through great tribulation. I see you in the future. Tell somebody I saw you in the future. And what you thought was going to kill you turned around and blessed you. Ooh. We are there. We are We are there. Somebody clearing out the path. Hey, hey. Somebody clearing out the path. Hey. Well, I don't know what they've been going through. Go ahead and help them. Go ahead and help them. Thank you, Amen. We're coming to the conclusion. Praise him, Jashon. We're coming to the conclusion. That's Pastor Scott's son. Go ahead and praise him. Go, go. Stalin Church, clap your hands. Come on. I see myself in the future. Something I thought I would never get past. Something I thought I would never overcome. I see myself. 
there's somebody in here you've been contemplating running down here dancing the whole convocation you better get down here because this may be your last opportunity you better put a praise on the altar you better put a praise you have to say excuse me excuse me excuse me praise him for the young praise him
to shout this time but look at somebody tell them I see you tell them I see you tell them you've been doing it well 
but I know it's been hard. Come on, somebody just need to hear it. Come on, tell them I know it's heavy, but you've been carrying it well. Hold on, I'm sick here. Hold on, tell them I see you. Tell them I know it cost you something to show up. Sunday in and Sunday out. I know it cost you to serve. Hallelujah. People just think you show up doing it just to do it. But tell your neighbor, I know it cost you something. But tell them for the price you have to pay in this next season, I speak a hundredfold over you. More than money, a hundredfold of joy. More than money, a hundredfold of peace. In other words, you're going to lay down at night and not just sleep, but you're going to lay down and rest. No more anxiety. No more overthinking. No more going back and forth. It costs you. It costs you. It costs you. And I see it. I see it. Tell somebody, tell them I see it. See, when you get spiritual, you'll see it. You'll see it. You'll see people walking in like this. But in the spirit, you'll see them. Hey, God want to put the grace in the room because some of you are tired. And it happened before convocation. Somebody said, you just need to take a day off. I'm tired in a way that a day off don't fix it. Because I can lay down my body, but laying down my body is not automatically laying down my mind. Because I'm consumed with the house. I'm consumed with the what ifs. I'm consumed with the winds. And all I'm getting is after you've suffered a while without knowing how long a while is. And the Lord, before we leave convocation, God says, I want to deal with something in you. Hallelujah. God says, I want to address before you leave convocation. I want to, I want to come after your fear. Because what some of you call humility, the truth is you're scared to death. To the point when you come into a good place, a good space or a good season, you can't enjoy it. Because you're wondering when is it going to fall apart. And I need you to look at somebody and tell them, I'm wondering when I'm going to mess it up. I'm getting ready because we're getting ready for, for ordination. And some of the people that's getting ready to be ordained are dealing with a myriad of emotions. Excited to be here. Honored for the opportunity to serve. And wondering, will I mess it up? I had to talk to somebody around two o'clock in the morning during convocation. Somebody who's close to my heart. And I told him, I says, I know why you're not serving. I said, You come up with many other excuses, but I know why you're not serving. He 
He's very respectful. He said, yes, sir. I said, you're not serving. You come up with other excuses, but you're afraid. Hmm. Because really, the, the hindrance and the enemy of our faith is not doubt. It's fear. Because <laughs> you can doubt something and still operate in it. But fear is immobilizing. Fear will make you second guess a moment and you end up missing the moment. And I shared with him, I said, don't get it twisted. You saw me go to the Stellas? Yes. But in my mind, I didn't belong there. I'm talking to somebody where people are celebrating your entrance. They, they, they watched you come in here with your robe on, but if you be honest, there are moments with all of this on, you feel like a fish out of water. I'm talking to somebody in this room who in your heart you love God, but because of your own inward contradictions, you feel like an imposter. And you're saying, God, call somebody else. Because Moses is simply afraid. I go to the Stella Awards. Your, your bishop, but on the inside, a scared boy that flunked his senior year of high school. I walked in and they called me Bishop S.Y. Younger, but I still felt like the boy in Gretna that was looking for his father that did not come back. And God says, before I bring you into this new place, I want to address the fears of the child that's on the inside of you. So when you come into this new place, you don't come in broken, but you come in whole. Because God says, I want to anoint the whole you. I need you to lift up your hands. He's moving in here right now. The Holy Ghost is moving in here right now. I'm going just to go and then they call me. 48 hours before I get to the show, I'm leaving, getting ready to go to the airport, and Darnell calls me and says, they want you to perform. And, I, and they say, yeah, dude, I, was like, I don't want to do that. The truth is, I was scared to do it. Then they said, they're going to bring singers and a band, and then they turn around and say, no singers, no band. We'll use our band and our singers. So I say, I'm okay. Then I get that. They say, you're going to be in the floor. You're going to sing in the floor. So then I was standing in the floor. Then they said, no, go stage left. Then go stage right. And then they says, we're not going to give you any music. We're not going to give you any instruments. No singers. You're just going to sing to a track. You're not going to sing the whole song. We're only going to give you a minute and 15 seconds. I'm totally out of my comfort. And if nothing was more scary than the show itself, it was the sound check. That's why some of you this moment is scary because the sound check is, what's, is solidifying what's getting ready to happen. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, this ain't the whole thing. This is just the sound check. I pray God blesses you until it scares you. I pray that God expands you in such a way that you get phone calls until you gotta wonder, is this a scam?
sound check was scary because even though it was people I knew it was people who had skill and talent there was nothing like mine you have only not thousands of people only 50 people in the room you have Jonathan McReynolds you have Kiara Sheard you got Bishop S.Y. Younger and I did not feel like I was enough Oh, see, when God really bring you to one of your greatest moments, whoo, hallelujah, every enemy of your past and every mistake will start rehearsing itself. But I feel a mighty deliverance about to hit this room. So I want you to look at the person beside you. Just put your hands, face them, put your hands on them and look at them eyeball to eyeball and tell them, stop rehearsing the mistakes. Stop rehearsing the trauma and start rehearsing the testimony. God brought you here. Unpacking it. God brought you here. He didn't bring you here to humiliate you. God brought you. Tell somebody, Pastor, tell them, God brought you here. Embrace this place. It's more than a position. Embrace this place. God. So, the night of the show, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in the audience and I'm trying to figure out how can I get out of it. And people started walking up to me. James Fortune, kind man, looked at me, he says, you all we've been talking about, we can't wait for you to sing. And you know what I saw? I said, well, I ain't got no band. He said, oh, it don't matter. You Bishop S.Y. Young. Every once in a while, you need somebody in your life that will remind you of who you are. Why are you so caught up in your head? You need somebody that will bring you back so much. Hold up! You have been rich, y'all. No, and then you start to wonder, who am I? What you talking about, Bishop S.Y. Younger? Who, you, who am I? You, who you talking about? I'm David. You're the same David that when the lion came, you took it down. When the bear came, look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, it's a different day. But it's the same God. I need a praise right here. I need a praise right here. I need a praise right here. You need somebody in, in, in your circle that will speak to your faith when you find yourself apprehended in your fears. When you feel yourself immobilized in your fears, you need somebody to remind you. Hold on. Oh, you got this. You were born for this. You this is what the prophecies were about this is why you didn't die in your mother's womb who am i they called you a slow learner and you still excelled hallelujah 
Glory be to God. You made mistakes in church at a young age and people held it over your head and now you're standing as a leader in the body of Christ. This is what it was all about. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I made some mistakes and that was God's grace. Ooh. Tell somebody and tell them, I made a lot of mistakes and tell them, and that was God's grace. I'm going to speak this and I want you to get this revelation. Once you get it, I want you to respond to it in faith. God says the reason why your mistakes was his grace, because this is the smallest you'll ever be. This is the least amount of influence you'll ever have. God says, I let you make those mistakes on the level you were on. And that was my grace. Hey. And they looking for the evidence. But God said, I hit the body. Oh, they got the gun, but they don't have no bullets. God took your past. God took Moses and buried him. So, what should have been an encouragement? What I should have took as encouragement when they kept walking up to me, encouraging me. Elder Kelly looked at me. She said, you're so socially awkward. She said, because they're complimenting you and you're like, eh. See, that's why you got to have discernment because sometimes we interpret people's facial expressions as though they're being arrogant or conceited. But many of us get caught up in our head that we're not present in the moment. Oh, she walked past me and didn't speak to me. You have no idea. I wasn't even here. I was coaching myself together in the car of how I was going to walk across the parking lot. And I was just saying, if I could just get to my seat and sit down. And, and when it was time for me to go sing my minute and 15 seconds my staff looked at me and says are you still going to change because the question had come about who's going to style you for the stellars and I'm not going to call your name today Sean but I said Bishop please don't wear no white robe And I did think about it. I didn't let them know I thought about it, but I started getting in my head. Yeah, I might end up being the laughing stock if I walk out on the stage with a white robe. So Enoch and Darnell gave me one last opportunity. Are you still gonna change? And then I thought about it. I gotta go with what's proven for me. I'm gonna put on that robe and cover up everything that's me and represent a kingdom that's greater than me. I ain't, I ain't here to condemn nobody, but if they could wear their breasts out, if they could wear their stomachs out, they could wear their backs out, I don't come to you with mighty armor, but I come in the name of the Lord. But what I shared with my godson the other night I went shaking and this is how it happens because this is what some of us 
are waiting to happen. Will y'all surround me? Come here. Surround me. Surround me. We're waiting to be delivered from everything before we walk out our assignment. We're waiting to be competent in everything before we walk out our assignment. We're waiting to get everything straight and everything squared away. I'm going to be good and perfect and then I'll walk out my assignment. And the truth is, some things, get deep behind me. I'm free of that. But then, there's some things you got to walk with. And it says, if you don't loose me, I'm going to drag you till you fall off. Hey, I got to walk out this assignment. I'm scared to death. I'm shaking, but I'm still moving. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, stop waiting for everything to be perfect. Just start walking. And as you walk, you will be healed as you go. You will be delivered as you go. I need somebody who just got set free of your fear. Open up your mouth right now and begin to shout. Because as you shout, it's lifting. As you shout, it's being dismissed. The Bible says man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. I pray today's message has been a blessing to you and that you've been expanded and increased and you've been given the desire to walk even closer to God. If you've really been blessed by today's message, I want you to consider partnering with me that I can continue to get our quality content, inspirational, motivational, and gospel messages because we know it's through the foolishness of preaching that souls are saved. When you partner with us, you're helping us spread the word of God, not just domestically, but internationally, all over the world. And so remember today as you sow, that even though the money or the gift may leave your hand, it will never leave your life because you're partnering with something that's greater than you. We want to hear from you. If you've been blessed by our ministry, we'd like to get your messages. Send us an email. Uh, follow us on social media and take this opportunity to subscribe to this YouTube channel. Remember, I know what it feels like to cry till you have no more tears left to cry. But after you finish crying, don't stop. Get up. Get up. 